Hello, ako si Judas Gavilan. Kayo ay nakikinig sa bagong Rappler Podcast episode kung saan hihimayin natin ang mga maiinit at mahalagang isyu sa Pilipinas. Ito ang Rappler's Newsbreak Beyond the Stories. Sa episode na to, pag-uusapan natin ang desisyon ni Pangulong Rodrigo Duterte na bigyan ng absolute pardon si United States Marine Joseph Scott Pemberton. Si Pemberton na hinatulang guilty noong 2015 sa salang pagpatay kay Jennifer Laude. Sampung taong pagkakulong ang parusa sa kanya, ngunit mukhang makakalaya na siya ng mas maaga. So ano bang ibig sabihin ng absolute pardon? Bakit bigla na lamang nagdesisyon ang Pangulong ipardon si Pemberton? Dumaan ba sa tamang proseso ito? Kasama ko ngayon si Lian Buwan, ang justice reporter na Rappler, para i-discuss itong bagong kontrobersiya sa ilalim ni Pangulong Duterte. Hi Lian, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Judas. Thanks for inviting. So for my first question, before tayo pumunta sa mga recent events, pwede mo ba kami i-remind kung ano bang nangyari kay Jennifer Laude sa kamay ni Joseph Scott Pemberton? So in October 2013, as part of the routine visits of American soldiers to the Philippines, Lance Corporal Joseph Scott Pemberton, then Private First Class Joseph Scott Pemberton, 19 years old lang siya nun. He was on board the USS Peleliu and they docked in Subic. And uh, as we all know, and I think it doesn't need keeping it a secret, that Americans really go to the red light district in Pampanga. That's where they frequent. And Pemberton, a young man, met a 26-year-old trans woman. Her name was Jennifer Laude. And they checked into a motel. And the court records and autopsy reports would show that when Pemberton found out that Jennifer was trans, he choked her, arm-locked her, and dunked her head into a toilet bowl. And left and then told his friend that, to quote, I may have killed a he-she. And the autopsy report showed that Jennifer died from asphyxia by drowning. He was charged for murder. He was on trial for murder. In December 2015, more than one year in trial, a court in Olongapo, Pampanga, convicted Pemberton of the lesser crime of homicide and sentenced him to 10 years. So, Lian, he was found guilty in 2015. Pero hindi natapos doon yung controversy kasi I recall as a parang out of college pa lang ako noon, meron yung issue na umakyat sa bakod, nagkaroon pa ng issue kung saan siya dadalhin. Can you parang recall, ano yung mga controversies na sumunod after he was found guilty? Well, the controversies surrounding whether American soldiers have what privilege do they have, started even before his mm-hmm. conviction. Kasi, di ba, mm-hmm. Filipino detainees while on trial, they are committed to a facility under the BJMP. So, depende kung anong jurisdiction yan. Um, Pemberton, immediately when he was um, ordered, arrested for the non-bailable charge of murder. Kaya siya nakulong eh, ng buong trial niya because it was non-bailable. Kinontest na, na, na yun, yung place of detention niya because the U.S. and the Philippine government um, agreed that he was going to be under a restrictive custody in Camp Aguinaldo in the backyard of the Philippine military. Mm-hmm. And umakyat pa to sa Supreme Court but the Supreme Court ruled that it is clear in the Visiting Forces Agreement that the U.S. government and the Philippine government can agree on the place of custody of any serviceman who will be 
found accountable or liable for criminal violation while in Philippine soil. So, the Supreme Court ruled that, okay, sige, it is legal to have him committed in Camp Aguinaldo, unlike ordinary Filipinos who have to be committed to the jungle of the regular jails and congested jails and BGMP facilities. So, parang kailangan i-decide pambarehong parties, tama ba? Yes, Philippine and U.S. governments have to agree. And uh, during the time of for, uh, former President Tony Aquino, it was agreed upon that he will be committed to the Jusmag facility at inside the Camp Aguinaldo. Do you know kung ano yung difference ng conditions sa Bilibid and dun sa Camp Aguinaldo? Okay, Bilibid, as per our last data, is more than 300% congested. We have heard stories from inmates themselves na minsan hindi nila natatake yung pagkain na sinaserve sa kanila. They have to squish themselves into cells meant for one, pero ilan sila doon? Um, I think the congestion condition of Bilibid needs no further explanation. Mm-hmm. Filipinos know this. It's really it's really a bad it's really in bad bad condition. In Camp Aguinaldo, Pemberton is by himself in a detention cell inside the Philippine military and he has guards there na ano and we can see his privilege because eh, in the last interview of his lawyer, attorney Rowena Garcia Flores on television on ANC she was asked, kailan mo last na nakausap si Pemberton? Ito, this, is, this is when he was already granted pardon. And Attorney Flores said, actually, kagabi lang, I called his guard and his guard gave the phone to him. That's, that's quite a privilege to be easily, uh-huh. for, a cli- for a convict to be easily accessible to his client. I mean, ilang believed convict ang makakapagsabi niyan na, oh, I called this guard and his guard gave the phone to him. It, it, mm-hmm. It's a privilege. Uh-oh. And recently, biglang sumulpot sa balita nga si Pemberton after so many years. Pero hindi ito nagsimula dun sa pag-announce na i-grant siya ng pardon, di ba? Ano yung trigger nito, Lian, itong recent na pag-float niya sa news cycle? Okay, so by mid-August or by the end of August, we caught wind of the news that he had withdrawn his appeal at the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court confirmed that news to us that he withdrew as early as June 20. And it actually fell on the same day that the Philippines suspended its termination of the VFA. Kumbaga, diba mag, uh, President Duterte was going to pull the Philippines out of the decades-long visiting forces agreement with Americans. And then in June, they said, okay, wait muna, status quo, we're still in the VFA. On that day, Pemberton filed an urgent motion to withdraw his appeal at the Supreme Court, meaning he was accepting his sentence. Mm-hmm. By that time, he was already six years into his sentence. So when I was writing that story, ang unang pumasok sa utak ko, ah, mag-GCTA to. Because GCTA can slash a convict sentence by half. And if he had already been serving in actual six years of his sentence, Obvious sa akin na, ah, GCTA to. And we asked the DOJ about it, and they confirmed. And that's only when we found out that um, a court process had actually already started. Mm, okay. At the, at the court in Olonga po, it had started um, a month or more than a month before that. It, this was end of August. So, 
nung nalaman natin yun, sinulat natin yun that Pemberton was already applying for his GCTA and more just more than, barely more than a week later, we would find out that the court had granted him full credits of the GCTA, ordered his immediate release, and I think you will ask me further pa into this podcast. The government lawyers tried to delay that pa, but that was all mooted when President Duterte announced on Monday, last Monday, that he was granting Pemberton an absolute pardon, which means mutan academic lahat ng pinag-uusapan natin. It cannot be questioned. He will walk free very, very soon. Pero Rian, siguro, can you give us like an explanation or background? Ano ba yung GCTA? And bakit itong significant ito sa specific issue ni Pemberton and ng GCTA? Kasi we know naman na last year, naging controversial yung GCTA. Eh. But parang, yun nga, di ba, maraming mga news, may, may story ka na sinasabi na yung Pemberton issue pa lang ng GCTA na wala pa tong Duterte pardon, parang tumaas na yung parang kilay mo <laughs> na... Bakit ma-apply sa kanya? So, parang can you describe siguro ano yung context nitong controversies surrounding Pemberton and GCTA? Okay, so quick background. GCTA, the Good Conduct Time Allowance Law, has existed before pa, 1930 Revised Penal Code. And then, noong 2013, nagpasa ang Aquino government ng a new and revised GCTA law na dinagdagan. So, kumbaga, monthly, if you behave really, really well for that month, you get as much as 23 days off of your sentence. And tumataas yan habang tumatagal ka sa kulungan. So, based on our computation, it can slash your sentence by half. And nagkaroon mm-hmm. ng controversy last year when uh, notorious murderer and rapist Antonio Sanchez was going to be granted early release because na-serve niya half of his sentence and his GCTA would entitle him to early release na discarillion because people pointed out that how can Sanchez be granted good conduct when it's public record that he committed offenses while in prison na hanapan siya ng shabu habang nandun sa sa kulungan so how is that good conduct and based on public outrage the bureau of corrections retracted and said okay hindi pa pala siya lalaya and it set off a domino effect on GCTA ni revised ng Department of Justice yung internal rules ng GCTA so ngayon heinous crime is no longer included in GCTA although its constitutionality is challenged in the Supreme Court mm-hmm. yung mga previously pinalaya nilang heinous crime convicts under GCTA pinabalik nila lahat sa Bilibid and we did a report there that some of them died mm-hmm. because grabe yung condition sa Bilibid it's it was an inhumane condition and so that is the framework which we are working with. And when we found out that Pemberton was granted full GCTA credit, the first question was, is it fair to entitle someone to full GCTA credits when he's in isolation? Siyempre, hindi mag-misbehave yan. Sinong kaaway niya doon, di ba? And uh, immediately after, the Lauda family filed a motion for reconsideration and ang nire-raise nila ay, in the IRR kasi of GCTA, each penal facility has to have its own management screening evaluation committee or MSEC. Ibig sabihin, mm-hmm. Bilibid would have its own MSEC, Correctional would have its own MSEC, Dapical would have its own MSEC, parang ganun. It's unclear whether Juice Mag in Camp Aguinaldo has its own MSEC. So ang tanong ng Laude family, 
Kung ang MSEC ang nag-i-screen at nag-i-evaluate at nagko-compute buwan-buwan ng good conduct ng isang preso, sino ang nag-compute ng good conduct ni Pemberton? And where is this record? Nasaan? Hmm. So, that was what the Laude family appealed. And may isa, pas, may isa pang pinoint out yung isa nilang lawyer from the Center of International Law, si Attorney Romel Bagares, which I don't think na nakaabot sa pleading kasi nga, di ba, President Duterte put a stop to it. Pero um, Attorney Bagares was raising the fact that Pemberton already has a privilege of the other convicts by virtue of the Visiting Forces Agreement. So, if GCTA should be applied to all convicts on the principle of equal protection, meaning all convicts has to be treated equally, ang sinasabi ni Attorney Bagares, hindi papasok si Pemberton sa equal protection because his privilege under the VFA already makes him a very distinct convict. Kasi ang, ang principle naman ng equal protection, equal protection will not apply if there is a substantial di- distinction between two groups of people. To make that even simpler, the reason why we have laws, especially for children and women, is because there is a substantial di- distinction between children and adults, and there is a substantial distinction between men and women. That's why they enjoy special protection. So in this case, Attorney Bagaris was saying, Pemberton enjoys special privilege under the VFA. So it makes him a distinct convict. That's why equal protection will not apply to him. So he's not entitled under the GCTA. But as I said, hindi na yan, it, didn't, it didn't end up in a formal pleading because President Duterte put a stop to it. Yung ganyang uh, pag-explain mo dun nga sa explanation ni Attorney Bagares, para siyang yung, kunyari, senior citizen ka, may ID ka ng senior citizen, meron kang PWD ID, hindi mo pwedeng gamitin pareho yun. Parang dahil senior citizen ka na, yun yung gamitin mong discount card. Parang in a way, ganun yung, na hindi na, yes. since covered siya ng, B, ng BFA, hindi na siya pwedeng ganito na may GCTA pa. Yeah, parang yun yung sinasabi niya na you cannot have the best of both worlds. Mm. And, it was one thing that lawyers was looking forward for the court to decide because it was a peculiar question. Mm-hmm. Wala pang nag-raise nun eh. And understandably so because Pemberton has been the only detainee under that condition. Mm-hmm. So actually, lawyers were looking forward for it to be answered by the court because GCTA is such a young law and there are so many questions about it. So lawyers were actually looking forward na masagot to ng court. Oo nga naman, what if this happens? So what is the rule going forward? But you know, unfortunately, um, we can no longer find out the answer to that because President Duterte wanted the convenience of just giving him the pardon. Yeah, because on September 7, that's a Monday, Duterte granted absolute pardon to Pemberton. Can you yes. tell us, ano yung absolute pardon? And ano yung effect nito sa ongoing issue? Parang, kasi diba, I read nga yung process. Dapat, diba, mahaba itong proseso in the past years, ka- kaunti lang yung nag-grant nito eh. Kasi nga, minsan, may mga dadaanan kang committee, may mag-investigate sa'yo. So, bakit parang ganun nga na, ang bilis nung kay Pemberton? The lawyers of Pemberton are correct. Absolute pardon is really a purely discretionary move on the pre- on the part of the president. It's a, it is a purely presidential act of grace. Hmm. They're correct. At sabi nga ni Attorney Tente, application is not a strict requirement. Kasi pag gusto kang patawarin ng Pangulo because he is granted by the Constitution that power, kaya niya namang gawin. Mm-hmm. Ang issue lang kasi dito ay, Pemberton naman is so very lucky to be given that privilege. Kasi 
for Filipino convicts whom the president do not know, yung hindi niya kilala tong mga convicts na to, they go through the usual procedure, which is to apply through the Board of Pardons and Parole. I-screen sila, i-evaluate sila ng BPP. Yung BPP, yakit yung papel sa DOJ, and the DOJ will assess it once more and make the recommendation to the president, after which the president makes the pardon. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Hindi naman lahat nakakakuha nito. Pinakamarami as a present was in 2017. As you wrote, I think there were 14. Ten of them were political prisoners. This was at the height of the president's love affair with the left. Yeah. ba Nung pinupursue niya pa ang peace talks. In the next year's konti na lang, less than five. Yeah. So, it highlights the issue of if Filipino convicts, kasi yung mga political prisoners, it had to take like a a renewed commitment to peace talks for them to be granted conditional pardon. Di pa nga absolute oh. yun. Eh. Conditional on the condition that they will participate in the peace talks. Yeah. At, at yung iba, dahil hindi sila at all kilala ng presidente, they have to move through the process. And ito nga, si Pemberton, wala. Wala talagang, wala talagang application. Sabi ng lawyer ni Pemberton, hindi daw silang humingi. Sabi ng US Embassy, hindi rin sila yung humingi. Pwede natin silang paniwalaan na talagang kung to ni Presidente, pwede kang mag-speculate na baka it was between the U.S. government itself sa Washington, D.C. and Malacanang. But the fact remains is that Pemberton cut through the process that most Filipinos would go through to get that coveted pardon. Mm-hmm. Pero kasi nga nagulat nga ako na nagbigay ng pardon si Presidente kasi yun nga, during the height of the G- GCTA nung kay Pemberton pa nung lumabas na yung balita na makakalaya na siya, may mga government officials na sinasabi na they will fire an MR or may sinasabi yung malahanyang, di ba, na parang medyo unfair naman yung nangyayari. And yeah. you mentioned in your story nga, di ba, involved pa yung OSG dito. Yeah. Paano na explain itong peculiar na outcome nitong Pemberton issue the past few weeks eh? Yeah, it was really surprising to us because... Court records would show that as early as August, the Office of the Solicitor General was quick to the draw. They filed a comment to the... Diba, nag-file nga ng motion to compute GCTA na yung camp ni Pemberton. And Bucor submitted, upon the order of the court, they were compelled. So they submitted the computation which would have Pemberton stay in jail for another 10 months. Obviously, ayodo yun ng camp ni Pemberton, kaya nilabanan pa nila. Mm-hmm. As early as August, OSG filed a comment saying, wait lang, kasi parang walang legal basis yung good conduct certification ni Pemberton because it was issued by the U.S. Marine Corps. And pero nakalagay, the U.S. Marine Corps issued it jointly with his prison guards including a representative from Bucor. Ang sinasabi ng OSG, malinaw ang batas ng GCTA na nagsasabing ang pwede lang mag-grant ng good conduct time allowance is either the director of Bucor or the director of BAJMP or the warden. Hmm. Sabi ng OSG, this lacks legal basis kasi U.S. Marine Corps ang nag-issue ng good conduct certification and the DOJ announced that it was gonna file. Actually, it had filed. It was able to file before the pardon. A motion for reconsideration. Ngayon, medyo naging secretive ang DOJ dito. Lagi nilang in-invoke ang subjudice. They didn't want to tell us what the content of their MR was. But pressed for some details, may lumabas na detail nung Monday na the DOJ considers Pemberton as a kind of convict who has to wait. Hmm. Kasi sabi ni Undersecretary Mark Perete, di ba, wala pa silang uniform GTA manual. 
Hindi pa nila nilalabas. So, sabi ni Undersecretary Mark Perete, yung mga convict na malabo yung status, like yung heinous crime, definitely hindi mo na yun mga pinaprocess kasi nasa Supreme Court eh. Sabi ni Undersecretary Perete, yung mga katulad ni Pemberton na na-charge and na-try of a heinous crime, which is murder, pero na-convict of a non-heinous crime, Sabi ni Yusek Perete, pwede naming i-presumptively compute. Pero yung grant, yung marirelease ka, hintayin nyo muna yung manual. Mm. Yun yung sinabi ni Yusek Perete. Now, when I ask to clarify if, so that, does that mean your MR will say, hintayin muna ni Pemberton yung manual bago siya makalaya? Hindi na nila kami sinagot. Pero all of these details indicate a contention to the early release. Kasi in the first place, yung release order ng korte, dapat immediately executory yun eh. DOJ lang din naman yung humarang at nagsabing, ay, teka lang, meron pa kaming appeal. Uh-huh. So, kailangan mo ng dinggin ng korte yun. And ironically, nag-hearing pa Monday morning. And natatawa nga kami ng mga ibang reporter kasi nagsusulat pa kami ng story from the Monday morning hearing ng hapon. Tapos biglang, uy, may pardon na. Huwag na natin sulatin to. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pero alam niyang niyang DOJ secretary na na-consult ba siya ng presidente? He said yes. Secretary Guevara was in Malacanang that afternoon. President Duterte met with the cabinet kasi, some members of the cabinet. And according to Secretary Guevara, he was consulted. He just didn't know kung na-consult ba siya a day before or on the spot na lang. He was consulted, tapos parang sinabihan daw siya ng, ng presidente. Yung sinabi sa device address niya na, uh, Pemberton was treated unfairly, good conduct is presumed, so kung wala namang makakapagpatunay na nag-misbehave siya, edi dapat assumed na nag-behave siya, ganyan-ganyan. Secretary Guevara didn't let on whether he agreed to that or not. He just said na he told the president that absolute pardon is purely his discretionary act, which is correct. Totoo yeah. naman. At yon at sinabi ni Secretary Guevara na Ambassador Sung Kim, who is ending his tour of duty, in the Philippines, was going to Malacanang to receive his Order of Sitatuna Award. And 15 minutes into the meeting with Ambassador Sung Kim, President Duterte told him na, oh, papardon ko si Pemberton. And the ambassador seemed surprised daw, sabi ni mm-hmm. Secretary Guevara. Siguro yung decision process ni Duterte during, in between, let's say, Sunday, and when he announced na ipapardon na to, hindi na loop in dito si Secretary Guevara. Nalupin lang siya nung sinabihan na siya na, oh, ipapardon ko. Uh, um, we, can, we, can, we can't say for sure, pero based on the statements that the Secretary had given us before that Monday afternoon, mukhang hindi niya alam kasi Monday morning, ang framework pa naming lahat, magpa-file sila ng MR. Uh-huh. At sumasagot pa sila. Uh-oh. So, mukhang, mukhang, mukhang nung hapon lang nilang, yeah. nila yun nalaman. Ian Duterte said nga na nung during na yung televised speech niya na Pemberton was treated unfairly or he was not treated fairly. Can you say something about this? Do you, do you think or do you have doubts on this statement by the president? Well, look. He enjoyed the privilege of being away from the jungles of Bilibid. That is already a fair treatment. Dun sa GCTA process niya, it's also a very privileged treatment. There are so many convicts who have to wait for their GCTA. And I know several families who don't know what to do. Dahil hindi nila alam kung pasok ba sa GCTA yung kamag-anak nila. 
while Pemberton had the privilege of going to the court at yung court pa yung nag-compel sa Bucor na, oh, computein mo na to. Imagine? Mm. Oo. ba Parang, my God, how many Filipino convicts would have the court compel the Bucor to compute their GCTA? So, tapos, yun na nga, na parang, is it fair for for Pemberton to enjoy full credits of the GCTA when he was by himself in Camp Aguinaldo? Sabi nga, the, the whole GCTA process was already lopsided in favor of Pemberton. Mm-mm. Even the GCTA process was easier for him than for most of Filipino convicts. Kung hindi nga siya pinardon ni Duterte, lalaya pa rin siya. Either mm-hmm. next month, kung mapapanalo nila yung appeal sa Olonga po Court, or kung matatalo sila sa Olonga po Court next year. Kasi sabi naman ng Bucor, makakalaya ka in 10 months. Mm-mm. As of our computation, that's the only difference between the computation of Bucor and the computation of the Pemberton camp. With or without pardon, Pemberton was gonna walk free ahead of his full sentence next year. Why mm-hmm. is that unfair? And parang, it's not as if yung pagstay niya is a matter of life and death as opposed to like the stories we hear from the prisoners for the detainees in Bolivia during the height of the coronavirus pandemic, di ba? Exactly. We have heard of stories of convicts who died because the conditions in Bolivia were dire. I know a family who has their father is old and sickly and still in Bolivia as a returnee and they don't know when he's gonna come out. Supposedly, the DOJ has relaxed the rules on parole and clemency. They also lowered the age so that their father could qualify. But hanggang ngayon, hindi nila alam kung lalaya. And they don't even have a direct line to anyone from the leadership of Bucor and DOJ. Kailan ba lalaya yung tatay ko? Yeah. Well, Pemberton has this all this recourse. Why is that unfair? How is that unfair for Pemberton? So parang makes, makes you really question kung ano yung pinanghugutan na presidente, no? Pero yeah. before we go and tackle more of this issue, let's listen to Disruptor Podcast Overview. Next time, wag ninyo akong pariginigin ng revolusyon. Naku, Diyos ko. Yan ang mas delikado sa COVID. Kaya kung mag-revolusyon kayo, you will give me the free ticket to stage a counter-revolution. How I wish you would do it. Don't understand what President Rodrigo Duterte is saying? Want to know the story behind his words? Listen to Seat of Power, Rappler's political podcast about the Duterte presidency. Hosted by me, P. Renata, Rappler's Malacanang Beat Reporter. Hi, welcome back to Newsbreak Beyond the Stories. I'm Jodesca Villan and we're here with Dian Buwan. We're talking about the issues surrounding the presidential pardon granted to Pemberton. So, Lian, can anything be done for regarding the absolute pardon? Pwede ba ba siyang i-question? Wala na. Wala na. Wala. Absolute pardon is absolute pardon. It cannot be questioned. It cannot be appealed. It is the final say. Si President Duterte lang pwedeng bumawi. <laughs> yeah, pero what will make him na recall, no? Parang mahirap yeah. i-ano ngayon kung ganyan nakadali binigay. Pero, well, uh, well, you know, amnesty it should not be a unilateral decision. But somehow, the Duterte government found a way to try to revoke the amnesty of Senator Trillanes on yes. the basis of a missing application form. Let's not forget that. Yes. Let's not forget that the Duterte government has had creative ways of introducing new steps and new principles we haven't heard of before. So, let's give them more credit. Baka meron silang may isip. So, parang sabi nila, diba, kung gusto, may paraan. Kung ayaw, maraming dahilan. Yes. That is so true in this administration. Ano yung reaction ng pamilyang Laude dito sa recent development sa kaso nila? Kasi nga parang since before the announcement, talagang they were willing to fight against the early release of Pemberton eh. 
So, meron ba silang balat gawin ngayon? Wala na silang magagawa. That is the most painful thing about it. Wala silang magagawa. The first reaction from attorney Virgie Suarez, the lawyer of Jennifer's sister, Marilu Laude, parang ano siya, distraught. Kasi although it was already painful for them na magagrant na ng early release, they were ready for battle. Game face on. Because mm-hmm. the courts afford them certain remedies. And ready sila. Ready sila with the MR. Ready sila with anything. And on that Monday morning, Marilu Laude and Attorney Suarez were saying, we will assert our right to see Pemberton if he's still here. And my pronouncement pa si Attorney Suarez na, if this needs to be taken to the Supreme Court, I will take it to the Supreme Court. And Attorney Suarez can walk the talk. Kasi nung time na kinikwestiyon yung bakit sa Camp Aguinaldo ang custody ni Pemberton, Nakit nila yan, all the way to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. So she has a proven track record that she can walk the talk. Kaya nung binigyan ng pardon si Pemberton nung hapon, yung initial reaction ni Attorney Suarez ay, ano ba to? Kalokohan lang ba to? Moro-moro? Dahil ba sinabi kong gusto kong makita si Pemberton at iaakit ko to hanggang sa Supreme Court, ipapardon na lang para tapos na lahat, para pagtakpan na wala dito si Pemberton? That's their, ano eh, that's their feeling. Nandito ba talaga siya? And we haven't seen Pemberton yet, except from a mugshot that the Bureau of Corrections released to media yesterday. They said that it was an updated mugshot. They didn't say when. Wala rin date yung photo, but they swear that it's an updated mugshot. So I guess we'll just have to trust them. And trust the administration. Yan yung parang key dito. Yan, gusto kong i-address yung mga sobrang wrong misinformation online regarding this issue. Kasi we know naman na there are really rabid trolls online who may messaging sila right after the president pardoned Pemberton. Uh, isa naman lang babasa ko ay tinanggap daw ng family naman ni Jennifer Laude yung bayad si Pemberton, di ba Melanson? Parang they associate this with blood money na konsepto sa ibang bansa. Pero in this case, hindi pareho yun, di ba? No, it's really not because blood money as a concept in Arab countries is forgiveness money talaga. Mm-hmm. As in, papatawarin kita kung binayaran mo na ako. This is not forgiveness money. It's damages. It's civil liability. Civil liability and the settlement of the civil liability does not erase criminal liability. Uh-huh. Diba? The conviction record will always be there and it's not to say that pinanggap ng pamilya laude. Uh-oh. Yung pera bilang pagpapatawad. No, because they were entitled to that. They were awarded those damages. Siguro the legal discussion to that na pinoint out din ng ibang lawyers ay the Vice Penal Code says that criminal liability is extinguished upon the commutation of sentence or upon GCTA. Mm-hmm. So, lawyer, some lawyers were asking, what is the legal right of the Lauda family to appeal the GCTA when ang natitirang interest na lang nila sa kaso upon conviction is the civil liability, mm-hmm. which the Pemberton has already settled. And again, that was one of the questions that was very interesting to be answered by the court. Kasi... Walang nakasulat sa GCTA kung may karapatan ba ang pamilya ng biktima na i-appeal ang GCTA. Mm-hmm. Kasi take it back to Sanchez. Ah. Sabihin natin, tinuloy ng Bucor na bigyan siya ng early release. Uh-huh. Who has the right to appeal that? Kung nawalan na ng karapatan sa kriminal na aspeto ang pamilya ng biniktima ni Sanchez. I asked criminal law expert 
Attorney Tedte, former spokesperson of the Supreme Court, sabi niya, it's the OSG as the tribune of the people and as a protector of the state's interest. In this case, the OSG did that task. Kasi sila yung unang nag-appeal eh, on behalf of the state. Hmm. So, the system was in place. Everybody was doing what it was supposed to be until President Duterte cut the process short. Para siyang si Thanos, no? <laughs> anyway, so this recent move by the President, of course, he always asks you every time na ginigas kita sa podcast, Kulian, na ano yung action niya na, ano, what does he say about him itong recent pagpardon niya kay Pemberton? Or maybe, siguro, the system that we have here in the Philippines, considering nga na ang dami pa nakakulong at hindi na-actionan ang kanilang mga application, petition, so parang what is this Pemberton issue further shows is it like do we really really have a broken system? Ako may bago kong takeaway. Oh, ano take Because away? in the past 4 years, the president has shown that wala naman talaga siyang pake sa sistema or the regular procedures or mechanisms. He's always I'm going to kill drug addicts, right? Uh-uh. And he likes to do things unilaterally without written orders. And when he does that, his lawyers, either from DOJ or OSG, would have the task to find a legal justification for what he does. And I think that's a reality that even though painful, many of us have already accepted. Huh. What this incident showed is his disrespect and disregard for his own state lawyers. Because na undermine yung trinabaho ng OSG and, D- OSG and DOJ. Imagine days before, the DOJ like asserted its ground and said, no, you cannot release Pemberton because we have to settle this in the court. Tapos biglang, ay, sorry, you treated Pemberton unfairly, I'm gonna do what I want. And all of the work of the state lawyers, both the OSG and DOJ, were undermined. So, yun yung bago kong takeaway na not only does President Duterte have no regard for what this would mean to Filipinos, he also has no regard for what this would mean for his state lawyers, who are supposed to be his foot soldiers and who are always at the forefront of defending his moves by coming up with this legal justification. So lawyers of the government should think about that. So parang if, kunyari, in a workplace setting na yung boss ko ginawa yun, madademoralize ako, di ba? Yes, exactly. I think Ian nasabi mo na to kanina na parang wala lang po nang gawin ngayon. Pero what do you think will happen now? Ano ba yung na-feel mo na pwedeng mangyari at least in the coming weeks regarding this issue? Mamamatay na lang ba to? Do you expect na may mangyayari pa? That is a kind of a tough question because this issue is really so layered. In the one hand, it speaks a lot about the Duterte's renewed warmth with Americans. Mm-hmm. What does this mean to his pivot to China? That is, yun yung problema ng mga DFA reporters natin, right? <laughs> oh. Problema nyo, mga human rights reporters, ay what does this mean for trans rights or LGBT rights or human rights in general? Problema ko as a justice reporter, what does this mean for GCPA? So it's another case of the president doing actions that disrupt all of our lives. Yeah. Four years of this, no? Yeah. Two years. Ako, um, personally, I'm hoping that the GCTA issues could be ventilated more quickly kasi marami ang naghihintay ng kanilang freedom. 
Yeah. So, on that note, napaka-disappointing and also heartbreaking talaga itong nangyari na if you consider all the repercussions sa law, sa rights, sa foreign affairs relations ng Philippines. the same time, sabi nga na marami, dalawang beses pinatay si Jennifer Laude. Una ni Pemberton at pangalawa ni Duterte dahil sa pag-grant nga niya ng pardon kay Pemberton. So, thank you, Lian, for joining me today. Thank you, Judith. No problem. So please listen to Lian's podcast, Law of Duterte Land, to know more about the justice system in the Philippines and the various issues surrounding it. Uh, yung latest episode niya, she tackled yung GCTA and yung, sabi mo yung torin niya, di ba, na... Do bad men deserve good things? Yeah, so listen to it on SoundCloud and Spotify and also Apple Podcasts. So thank you listeners for tuning in. If you would like to be updated on this and other issues, huwag kalimutan na follow ang Rappler and Newsbreak sa Facebook, pati na rin sa Twitter. If you want to get access to exclusive content events, join Rapper Plus. Plus is a community where we discuss and get deeper insights to the issues we face today. Sign up by visiting rapper.com slash plus. Kung meron ka namang gusto na topic na you think we should discuss in our podcast, email mo kami at investigative at rapper.com. Again, I am Judes Gavilan and this is Newsbreak Beyond the Stories.